Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Open wide for some soccer, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Brazil and Portugal are through and Ghana got a big win. It's Tuesday, 29th of November. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Pete Donaldson. I'm Lars Watson. Everybody, it's your terrific Tuesday here on the Football Ramble. Lars Simonson, your World Cup debut podcast mm. this time around for the Football Ramble. I think I messed up the intro. I don't think I said my name correctly, but let's crack on. It's the, hard, <laughs> it's the hardest part of the pod for me. You know, it's like when you're trying to get on an escalator. Like, you got to time it. you got to yes, time yeah, it right. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. What, did you come in too early to come in too late? I'll just yeah, pronounce I don't know, your name. Something, something went wrong with right, that intro. Okay. I'm not sure about it. Well, then, what, what, how do you pronounce your name? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know, we don't We have know. a lot to get through in this episode, Marcus. We really don't want to get sidetracked this early on okay. that. Lars Sivertson then mm-hmm. uh, is not how you do it. Um, Peter, you good? You cooking? I'm good. I just don't like the yeah. fact there's no football on at 10 a.m. Yeah, you we do. I love the fact it. that there's no football on at 10 a.m. <laughs> yes, as, actually... as a completist, <laughs> are you proper I've, box set man? I've, you have wished, have everything. I've missed one game so far this Which tournament. Which one was it? Uh, USA, <laughs> Australia, Tunisia, because okay. I had to go somewhere. So I was yes. on public transport. Would you like to apologise to the? Australian I would because yeah. Australia won, which yes. I was very happy about. But I missed it. Apart from that, I've watched all of them. But 
does kind of take over your life, mm-hmm. um, both in terms of because you want to consume content and also ideally create some create content. content. Yeah, there's very and little. You've got half an hour. Really, mess, to when am something. I meant to make this content? <laughs> it's really, really tricky. So now we're back to some kind of human schedule. Yeah, I'm excited about that. But choices do need to be made now. Mm. No, they don't. You, you have more than one screen in the house, no. don't you, lunatic? You never watch a game if you do that. You've you really do. What you do is like you have. Uh, one on the TV, one on the laptop, yeah. and then you have the sound on from the game. You're not pay. You pick one to pay attention to visually, and yes. one to have the sound from. Okay. And then you look up when there's a chance. I, I was I was watching. The... I don't recommend that to anybody. <laughs> I was watching the Argentina Mexico match <laughs> and playing Far Cry Six, which is uh, in, in, in based in Mexico on my dual screen setup. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, you see, is it so based in Mexico immersive. or is it an ungodly collection of uh, Latin American uh, stereotypes? No, it's like they've actually sort of went. Yes, this makes. Oh right, okay, For once, It's not like they just put a yellow filter over everything yeah. and go. Because it's somewhere in South America, Central America, kind yeah, of. Yeah, I did play the previous one that was set in sort of. Uh, uh, the Philippines or something? No, no, oh, no, 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 no the one in America that was like in sort of fo- That's fo- right, kind, yes. kind of Utah, a little yes, bit of Montana. In, in, in the Bible little, Belt, yes. Yeah, 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 that yeah, was yeah. good. And a lovely Roy Orbison track featured mm. in one of the hot parts. I've Very no good. idea what any of this is about, but I'll take your words for it's it. It's about first-person shooters, yeah? Let's let's, let's, let's move on from Far Cry 6. I want to talk about Serbia it's, 3, it's Cameroon a, it's 3. It's at the point in the Far Cry series where no one is talking about Far Cry apart from me and Lars. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares about that I want to talk about lions. Okay. Not the three lions, the indomitable it lions. lions. It could be Far Cry 7. It's set in Africa and you can have a pet lion this <laughs> exactly. night. Let me remind you, it is your debut. Okay, <laughs> let's get you off You're to a good start. Oh, he's got time to talk now. <laughs> I'm going to be like Andre Onana I'm going to play one game be a little bit rogue and then get sent home and then you're going to be sent home for not adhering to the coach's mm-hmm. rules uh, it was yeah. maybe that's why Andre Onana has been sent home he kept talking about Far Cry in the team meetings <laughs> it seems unlikely but we can't rule it out guys I've played this incredible game shut up Andre we're playing I think we're playing Serbia I believe the uh, the reports are true um, because when you hear that he wants to play the ball out from the back and, yeah. and start moves and all the rest of it and Rigobert songs like what are you doing just get it long mm. and then you hear look at his uh, career history he started at the San Moleto Academy he went and played youth football at Barcelona mm. he played at Ajax you think mm. yeah he's definitely not a long ball type of guy no. he's at Inter now of course um, but three all it was uh, and uh, the man who uh, came in for, for Anana did concede three goals but fortunately Cameron Dominitable. scored <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what about Vincent Abubakar Come on. <laughs> he was slagging off Mo Salah before the tournament, saying, I'm not impressed by him. I can the do Shania what he does. Twain of football. Although maybe not, maybe not slagging him off. He was just saying, yeah, as you say. He was, it, it doesn't impress me much. Mm. Yeah. That's but, a solid joke. Yes, it's a very good joke. Uh, and I prefer your Ubisoft stuff. Sorry, Marcus. That's all right. Uh, I just want to say that um, <laughs> when he came on, he impressed us. Yes, he, he did. Impressed he, us did. All. He, he impressed us much. <laughs> He's very good. I can't think of any shit. It's, it's, just, it's just great, sort of giving it, giving it the big one, and then coming on and doing that. It's like, well, fair dues, fair dues. Do you know what? For his goal, which mm. was a scooper, yeah, um, I think he thought he yeah. was offside. It was a which tra- is yes. which is why he did it. Yeah, I completely agree. That's why this he did uh, it. More than anything, this was a triumph of VAR. <laughs> yeah. VAR. People VAR. say VAR takes away goals. The, VAR gave us that. The, 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 the VAR taketh away, but the VAR giveth. Indeed, Lars, because 
when he goes through, he thinks, oh, well, I, I'll, the whistle's not going. I should do just, due diligence here. And he ah, oh, yeah, I'll scoot. There you go. Flicks it in and walks off. And then when it was given, his smile, he couldn't believe he's lucky. Yeah. He's like, well, I'm, that, that's for, I'm getting that. I, th- I think it wasn't a scoop or a chip. I think it was a lift because it, it, it was on his toe for too long. It's a scoop. It's a snooker shot. It's a vertical snooker loopy shot. I know, now you're talking. I just realised, I think this exact same thing happened with the Gianluca Scamacca at West Ham earlier this season. Oh, right. He, he, it wasn't offside then, but it was a handball. He, he, right. he accidentally controlled it with his hand mm. and then he kind of half-heartedly chipped the keeper yes. and didn't celebrate because he's like, this game ruled out. It hit <laughs> yeah, my hand. Yeah, yeah. And then inexplicably, like the VAR was like, that's ah, fine, Gianluca, you go on. And he was like, wait, what? I scored? <laughs> Do you think that there's maybe a rule that if, this, if the finish is so good, the guy in, or whoever's doing VAR just goes, ah, go on, come on. Or is it just a footballer thing? If you think it's getting ruled out, you've got to try the chip. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Default setting. It was, it was, it was, it was a lovely goal. There's no two ways about that. It was and a lovely a... line from the Serbians. Well, I tell you, <laughs> <laughs> he did it twice. They didn't learn. They did we're, not learn. We're three-one up against Cameroon. What are we doing here? High line, boys. Let's yeah. put it up. Have we got fast defenders? No, they're all slow. Yeah. Are we good at keeping pressure on them? No, we're not. We're a little bit chaotic. It's, only, like, a, oh. it's only a Bubakar. Oh, he's broke through twice. It's really I mean, good. he timed his runs superbly, really well, superbly. And he's well. not a speedy boy. He's more yeah. of a like a muscular and centre forward type of man so you wouldn't really well, expect it from him he's an all rounder because when he burst through when they were 3-2 down they thought well, it's a bit of an angle put it on an absolute plate for, yeah. for Chippo Absolutely, mm. the ex-Stoke City man what's he doing at the World Cup Lars it's banging in goals for Bayern he's had is. the most inexplicable Indian summer I can remember Indeed, yes. of, at the age of 33 suddenly becoming very good I'm pleased that he got him he got on the, on the score sheet as well but yes yeah, so uh, that was I, this possibly is the, was the game of the tournament it was so, so much fun mm-hmm. and I do want to flag up uh, the third Serbian goal as well was Lovely. just great in terms of like there were like three points when you think you're going to finish, but yeah. they played an extra pass. I yeah. love that. Well, that was interesting because obviously Cameroon took the lead, although Serbia should have been up. Mitrovic missed a great chance, and I was a bit, I was a bit concerned for old Mitro because in the in the World Cup uh, in 2018, uh, Serbia were in with Brazil and Switzerland as well, weren't they? They were in the same group, and. Mitrovic, I think he had a couple of chances. I don't think he scored. And I thought, oh, is he, is he going to get himself a World Cup goal? Well, of course, when he missed that chance, I thought, oh, Mitro. And because he, he'd hit the post as well. Yeah, as yeah, yeah. And then Cameroon go a goal up, much to the delight of the Cameroon bench. <laughs> that was a long way to get over to the celebrations, yeah. but they made it there. Fair play to them. But I mean, it was only 29 minutes old, the game, and they were just 1 0 up. So I thought, mm, okay, Isn't that premature. Yeah, I mean, I know they've not had a great time of it of late uh, at World Cups Cameroon because they've. You know, regularly knocked out in the first round, and so on. it's been. It's a long time since they uh, they they really made an impression on the World mm. Cup. Um, so yeah, they were very pleased. Obviously, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I mean, a lot of people were like, "Oh, you shouldn't do this. Like, run on and celebrate." And maybe yes, you shouldn't. But it's also, I don't hate it. It's a no, big moment for them. The Score, scoring a goal at the World Cup is a big moment. Mm. Is it a bit disrespectful though? Like, to to like, whom? To to FIFA. Uh, no, in, I mean, in which case everyone do it immediately. Yeah. Well, no, but I think it was more the fact that it's like they're like sort of weaving in and out of Serbia players, like trying to get to the other yeah, side of the yeah, pitch. Yeah, yeah. Do you know and, what I mean? I, and you do create unnecessary potential for confrontation and aggro. You do. I'm, I'm very like if if say well we get onto it later, but if say it's Switzerland against uh, against Serbia, Serbia yeah. and someone does a goal and everyone keeps running. I mean, I think you'd. 
someone might be tempted to trip or punch. Like, <laughs> well, sort of in, stuff. In, it's, indeed, it's a chaotic situation. Indeed, and then of course when when Serbia scored their second goal, they were all on the pitch of as course. well, and so on. Mm. Um, so it was two one, and then of course you talked about that Mitrovic goal. In fact, I, I think I'm wrong. I think Mitrovic scored in the previous World Cup. I think he scored mm. against Switzerland, um, but but he scored here, and it was put on a plate for him uh, because it was a beautiful move, and the manner of that goal suggested. Serbia are going to go on. Yeah, this. yeah, yeah. Four-one, maybe, or taking it like play it out. And lads. they had a couple of other moves in that period of the game where it looks like, yeah, uh, Cameroon are just cooked here. Like this mm. is this is not looking good for them. Yeah, but, and, and uh, they're a tidy side, Serbia. Yeah, they've got, yeah, they've got really good players, mm. and it doesn't always gel together that well. But they're like the individual quality uh, yes. is is strong. What's, but, a, but in, what's ahead from Pavlovic? Yeah, that was a nice one. Beautifully, uh, I think that's the best. Is that the best goal from a defender this World Cup? Uh, putting oh, out there oh, you've put us on the spot there <laughs> uh, get back to me on it yeah well yeah. Harry Maguire later <laughs> that's okay he was oh, very John involved Stone's overhead kick <laughs> there you go um, yeah no I, I, I after Serbia as I say you know they, they sort of came to life you thought ah here we go this is it. That you know they've they finally they're, they're clicking. They're playing some tidy mm. stuff. You know Tadic is is kind of pulling a few strings and whatnot. And as I say Mitrovic is is, is up and running, um, but they didn't manage the game very well. As no. You say playing a high line like that, which they didn't really need to. And no. then and then and then Cameroon came came roaring back. Strange behaviour. Yes, indeed. I mean, I, I did disagree a little bit with the commentator when they were like, "Oh, well, the points are no good for either side." There's a bit sort of disparaging. You think, well, hang on, Cameron with three one down, mm. and we're essentially going out of the tournament. Mm. Really? Now you can say, well, they need to go and beat Brazil, but they're still alive. Yeah, and I think that's it. You know, with with the with sometimes in the groups, a bit like with Costa Rica beating Japan, it's very unlikely that they're going to go through, but they're still alive. And I think sometimes that is very underestimated. If you're a team who get knocked out after two games, and believe me, I know it happened to England in 2014. <laughs> wow. It really is so rubbish when the third game there's nothing on it. And this is an extremely rare moment, which is that me as a Norwegian person can speak from some World Cup experience, mm. which is saying. Uh, going into the last group game with yes. one point and playing in a Brazil team that Who has nothing... already qualified. Exactly. That can be a really good starting point for a, for a moment of great national pride. Yes. All you need is a leggy forward to score a lovely exactly goal right. and, a, and, a, and a penalty decision, which was rightly given. The, the, the shirt was like a flag, Marcus. <laughs> it was stably, yeah. and, and, and No VAR required. No, no not at all. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so so I, I, I do agree. But an interesting one, as I said, um, uh, for Cameron, you know, before the game, they changed the goalkeeper. And then, as I say, the three-one down. They get it to three-all, and, and and you never know. You never ruddy know. Switzerland need to beat. Uh, well, Serbia need to beat Switzerland, and of course, Switzerland. You know, a point you would think would be uh, enough because uh, you, we do expect Brazil to be Cameroon, having just said all that. Um, and Serbia against Switzerland, we remember the needle from the uh, the match before at the World Cup. Uh, and you know, If you want to find out about that, do your own research, quite frankly. Yes, yes there's, there's go a, on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> be critical of the sources. You, you know, Don't just believe your uncle on Facebook. There's a lot of strange stuff out there. There, there is. Uh, Spoken like a true info was, man. Uh, yeah. um, <laughs> uh, Switzerland were beaten 1-0 by Brazil. Brazil, Casemiro got the only goal. Slight deflection, but a lovely strike nonetheless. Yeah, I, I saw Piers Morgan thought Ronaldo should have been awarded that one. Oh, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got his toe on the yeah, end yeah, of it or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gilberto Silva described Casemiro before as Brazil's invisible man. <laughs> is that is that a compliment, Peter? I don't know. It depends on what he's up to. He goes missing? Or if, he's in, if he's in the changing rooms? Yeah. I, I, I think looking, it is. Looking at stuff? Indeed. <laughs> Wrong. I, I think it is a compliment. I don't think he's suggesting that he's a devious little sausage. Right. 
if, he's, if he's pretending to be a poltergeist in, a, in, a, in Piers Morgan's house, two thumbs up. Okay, well, uh, Brazil, now I'm beating. If you were invisible, is that the house you'd head to first? Uh, yeah, well, I'd warm myself up for the big hit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the really, truly awful people. Mm, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm. Well, Brazil are now unbeaten in 17 World Cup group stage matches. No team has ever done that before. Yeah, we keep uh, these stats pop up, and you're like, oh, "Look, these stats live every four years." Yeah, <laughs> like, they, 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 we forget about them, then they live again. Okay, uh, Switzerland failed to get a shot on target in the entire game. Is that a stat that's going to come up again in the next game? <laughs> you would hope not. No, um, but yeah. Did you see those chaps who were from ooh, South Asia? I think right. massive. There was like three guys who were massive granite oh I believe fans. they were from India I'm pretty sure right okay yeah, the, the, um, granite, the granite shaka ultras yeah they were there was three three of them right. from India in, in like Swiss gear I didn't see like, this we're big fans of uh, granite and we've come to support him interesting love right it. okay absolutely love it is that just the Arsenal collection I suppose or, like, it just or they recognise quality midfielders they do yeah. quality midfielders yeah. it's like yellow cards <laughs> um, so yeah that, that was uh, that, that, that was quite good there um, Brazil they were out without Neymar of course they did look a little bit uh, blunted in attack lacking uh, some uh, creativity perhaps is that all down to Neymar missing or was it the fact that they replaced him with Fred <laughs> Well, it brought on Bruno at one point. Well, that he helped. added a bit more dynamism. Yeah. What do you think, Miles? Though, is it? Do they, I mean, they've got a bit on the bench, though, haven't they? Well, I, I think looking at the lineup for this game, without veering too far into serious football chat, uh, looking at the lineup, it you was, can veer. It was pretty clear that Chiche wanted to not take any chances because when one thing is Neymar being out, but Danilo being out as well, the assumption was that means old man Danny Alves is coming in. Oh, yeah. But instead he went uh, Eder Militao, who is basically a, a centre half who can run a bit, so you can stick him at right back as well, uh-huh. and it's kind of fine. So that was kind of a conservative selection as well. Mm-hmm. It wasn't massively surprising that Fred came in. That, that was kind of the people who follow Brazilian football more closely than I do all said, well... Neymar out means probably Fred comes in and Paquita plays a slightly more attacking role. Mm. Fred brings you energy, Casemiro to sit, Paquita to link. That's uh-huh. kind of the division of, of, of roles in that midfield. He's, he's Jordan uh, Henderson. Yeah, he is. <laughs> and I and I think that I think that can that can work. I think Paquita needs to do a little bit more than he did in this uh, game. But but I think it was a case of them thinking. Listen, the draw here is not a disaster. We don't need to risk a lot, and and we'll try to probably find a goal from somewhere. And in the end, they did. Yeah. No. Well. Well. Fair enough. When you said Danny Alves, the old man. I mean, you're right. He's 39. It's remarkable that he's been called up. But then Thiago Silva's 38, and he was playing. Yeah. As okay. Gary Neville said, it's it's incredible that Thiago Silva still looks like he's 28. Yeah, it's remarkable. He, and it's not just that. It's unbelievable. It's not just that he's there, but it's the way he moves and the the mm. amount of ground he covers and how compare. I mean, he's not rapid, rapid, but for for the age, yeah, <laughs> he, he doesn't move he, like a thirty nine year old. He, he really does. He's a remarkable man. Just, uh, yeah, quite quite uh, frankly, an athlete. Uh, he is an athlete. Yes, so there's 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 no two ways about that. Um, did you see that uh, Rodrigo rubbed uh, original Ronaldo's legs? onto his own to transfer the magical powers in an interview after the game. I like that. Maybe that uh, magical power, Peter, will give him a little lift for the next game. <laughs> well, maybe they can just bring on that lookalike, for, that Neymar lookalike oh, yeah. who's in the stand. <laughs> I, did think, enjoyable. <laughs> I did think Bruno, I'm staying in the series of football chat, lads, uh-huh. I did think Bruno looked positive when he came on. Oh, I think, and, yeah, and like, he made a difference. I know, yeah, Fred does 
have that thing of being a little bit better for the national team than he is mm-hmm. from the club team and he runs around a lot and they like him for that but there's something about the forward thrust you get with Bruno and his ability to go past yeah. people and, and pick passes well I, I think, think Fred is a safe choice and, and, and he's mm-hmm. one of those choices where yeah we look at it and go well what's happening there but actually it is he's one of those players that a manager will say I need him it's not a question you can't play fantasy football the whole time yeah and, 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 but and, and, I do wonder with that impact that Bruno Guimaraes had in the third game, they're already through. That if they stick him in there, and if he actually fits, plays really well, nicely. and then yeah, we see this, don't we? As teams progress, they kind of oh, actually we've had a tinker there, and I think we're better off. And this sort of Casemiro to hold, Fred to run, Paqueta to link a little bit, yep. that sort of thing. Yep. I think that works even better if you've got Neymar in addition ahead of them. Yes. If you take that completely out of the equation, uh-huh. I, I didn't think Paquita did enough in that linking role and then so replacing Fred with someone who actually goes forward a bit. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think there's a logic to that. Yeah, I think, uh, think Gimarish sort of look, he's play, he plays his football next to people like Matt Ritchie <laughs> so I've got to see he can but, lift a team but, but so you obviously watch him quite believe his luck <laughs> like, what, I can part- look at the options <laughs> you obviously watch him quite a lot Pete and he's just he can do everything really do they've used him as a holding yeah. midfielder but he can also burst forward like he's so good complete footballer Is so he revolutionised the whole side the most complete midfielder since Rob Lee at the club <laughs> yeah something like that something yeah. like that yeah. Steve okay. Watson please Stevie Watson for some respect yeah you've forgotten about Gini Ronaldo <laughs> uh, uh, Brazil still faves Peter because you know we watch a game like that and we think oh actually well everyone's had an O actually have match they? really apart from maybe France I don't know like, yeah no that's fair like everyone's had an O actually so that, that's what that's what World Cup football is there is an O actually every now and again yeah and we hate those we O actuallys we? we don't want that uh, unless it's a positive one uh, wait, like, oh, actually, like, like camera actually, that, that goal wasn't ruled out. For <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, there you go. So yeah. it sounds like just like the slightly more negative sequel to Love, actually. Yeah, like, no, oh, actually. actually, what you did at the doorway was a bit weird, man. This is all so. really fucking creepy, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, potentially creepy things, um, did you see that Richarlison, <laughs> uh, when he was asked what he would do when he retires, he it's says, not oh, creepy, it's wholesome. Wholesome, wholesome well. is not the word I would have used. <laughs> I'm going to buy an island <laughs> yeah. and stay there with a bunch of women, mm-hmm. just like that okay. picture of Ronaldinho. A it's, bunch of it's coconuts. The, way, the reason why I'd like to go to this island because I just like to meet Sven. Uh, right, okay, yeah. <laughs> He'd be the one working in the bar. He'd I be the one making the pina coladas. Yeah, no, I, I don't know if he's working in that R- sense. R- Richard Lisson <laughs> would, would set up this island. He would find uh, women who was happy to go there with him mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, and and was all chilled out about that. Yeah. And you'd get to the island. Sven's already there. Well, somehow. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he's going to buy the. Where's Sven? I'll buy that island. That's how it works, you see. Uh, excellent stuff. Well, of course, Brazil, they are through to the next round uh, along with France and Portugal the only nations that have qualified thus far at the time of recording. It's the first time, by the way, since 2002 that only three teams have won their opening two games. Mm. Just quite, it's quite a rare thing. So every game in the um, in this going into the last round of fixtures in the first round has something riding on it. Even Netherlands, Qatar, of course. Right. Qatar have gone. But a battle for first spot in the group is, is, is up for grabs. Mm. And make the most of it, everybody, because this is the last time we'll have it. Because in the next World Cup, You'll only have uh, you'll have sixteen groups of three teams because it's a forty-eight team tournament. Right. Okay. What a load of well. There's going to be a group P. Yeah. <laughs> well worked out. Exactly if right. In, if indeed you are correct. <laughs> All right, everybody. On that note, let's have a quick break. Hold up. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Otra vez! Dale, dale, dale! Bien, bien! Good, Rino Cero! Dale, Victor! Come on, Victor! Come on, Gonzalo! Bien, bien, Pizarro! Good, good! I like this kind of work. Yeah, good. I like it. Welcome back to the Football Roundwell, everybody. Old Fizzer there. Might mention him later. Uh, until we do, though, uh, let's talk about another great game that happened yesterday. South Korea 2, Ghana 3. Huge win for the Black Stars. Uh, very gutting for uh, for South Korea. Did you work it out? Was it a P? Did you get the right I, I haven't. I just I made a very crude joke, Marcus, and I haven't, <laughs> I haven't really considered okay. the internal logic. Right. And, and all the... Richarlison, groupies. Yeah. Richarlison's groupies. There you go. There that's you go. exactly what I meant. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, 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 let's go with that. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, South Korea 2, Ghana 3, though. Pete Donaldson, a great game of football. It was a great game of football, and uh, I think the celebrations in Accra were just, just looked like a lot of fun. Oh, I, was, yes. I wish I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, looks yeah. like a lot of fun, actually. It was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, gutting for South Korea, of course, who... who who came back, but uh, Jordan, are you whip party? Oh, what? <laughs> well, we <laughs> careful. That's <laughs> going blue real fast. <laughs> That'll happen. Uh, that's Tuesday nights on Richarlison's Island. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Followed by the latest highlights from Group B. <laughs> uh, it was a brilliant game, though, and uh, both sides were after a win. Uh, Ghana, in particular, of mm. course. Having lost uh, their game against um, Portugal, Ghana, I think they're the team to watch, aren't they? They're involved in five goal thrillers. <laughs> they're a team to watch mainly because they're they're fun. They're quite sort of attack minded, and yeah. that's how we go. Very like Mohamed, Mohamed Kudus is is good value. Uh, he's one of those players who just because. Yeah, this is entirely subjective, but just because the way he moves, the balance he has, the way he treats the ball, he's yes. someone you could just watch all day. You know, he's tremendous. Well, didn't he say he was better than Neymar? 
He did say and that, then but then he walked it. it back a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, Stand your ground, man. You actually can head the... When you meet across, you you do get a head onto it. Yeah, because the, the journalist who did it with is quite like a known and, and as far as I'm aware, respected African football journalist and not someone who I think would just make up a quote. It's mm. one of the things that... It is one of the things that you just don't do in our line of work. Like well, you, did, you, you can make up, you can mess around with a lot of things in the yeah, media, yeah, but yeah. actually Direct making quotes. up quotes is like one of the things you that's be, just no. Can you be playful with translation? <laughs> mm, yeah. Well, I wouldn't, of course. But, <laughs> I wouldn't, um, of course. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I, he's a, he's a, he's a lovely midfielder. I mean, he scores actually quite a few good, uh, quite a few goals if you look at his goal scoring record. Yeah. Um, when, when he kind of you know arrives like that, of course. I mean, he was playing out wide for Ghana yesterday. But when he arrives like that, you know, you think, blimey, you know, it was, it was wonderful timing, and and he definitely did get a touch of his head on the ball, which is not always to be said for for other uh, forward players trying to score goals in that group in particular. So they were two 0 up and in command, but then. Pete Donaldson, the South Koreans had other ideas. They certainly did. They came yeah. roaring back, and uh, and the big man was there to uh, to capitalise twice on on crosses into the box. The second one in particular was very pleasing. It was, yeah. I I, I love goals that could be scored on the knee, like almost on your knees, yes. on the head. Um, I think with uh, a gallant attempt by the goalkeeper, with yeah, that second goal. You reckon? Well, I mean, obviously, he's just sort of. Th- thumped it right into the roof of the net. If he'd have saved that, that would have been absolutely <laughs> astonishing. Uh, buts. I was I was very surprised at how annoyed South Korea were when the Korea were uh, at the end of the match when they'd had yes. 100 minutes to win the match. Oh, yeah. For well, they, I mean, the balls were raining into the box at the end of the game. They, they should have had one more corner or something, but, the, you know. Yeah. Did you see that Ghana fan giving it plenty to the to the... Well, he was South doing Korea. a selfie with the very sad Son Yun Min. No, 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 no. That was a that was a member of the coaching staff oh, or, right. or one of the subs. Uh, yeah, no, that <laughs> was. The, oh, no, no, there was a Ghana fan like turning round right after Ghana. I think after they scored the third. Or I just won. assumed it was, was a fan because like, properly... I thought no self-respecting no, no, no. member of any coaching staff would ever consider doing no, that, that. Happened. This was in the. This was I know. In the I know. I know. And he was like giving it plenty to these South Koreans, like like shoving three fingers in their face. <laughs> and the South Koreans are just looking and just going like giving him the thumbs up, going <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're winning. Yeah, what's this got to do with us? Why are you? <laughs> We've not been trying to personally stop your team. From yeah, scoring. the um, is that the pot man without the pot? No, that's, what, that's the why pot, they gave him the pot. The pot man died. Yeah, there's the more Did pot men. There's more. Oh yeah, it was like, like the bad man. You can why... have like a bunch of them, and yeah, you, you always yeah. That's, that's too why, soon for another one. That's why they gave him. It's not like the pop. It. It's not like one goes upstairs and starts rabble rousing <laughs> in the back of we the. But we haven't seen a pot though, have we? I've not seen a pot man. No, but I just thought that might be the pot man. They gave him the pot to calm him down. Down. Oh, I see. Just and so, without of, the pot, he's the, being, he's getting in people's faces. Is the pot that heavy? It just weighs you down. <laughs> yeah. You can't. I want to get heavy. So heavy angry. is the, the pot that sits on the head, <laughs> yeah. or something, as the saying goes. I believe so. Heavy yeah. is the head that weighs. Uh, did you see Paolo Bento, the uh, South Korean manager, was uh, was was sent off after full time? Anthony Taylor not Put having him it. back in his box. Not yeah. having it was old Anthony. There was uh, a, there was a bit of me that thought, good, I, you never see him blown up. Yeah. What's the matter, Lars? Did we miss a joke there? <laughs> Just uh, well, I think joke is charitable, but uh... <laughs> you threw your arms up. By the way, everybody, he threw his arms up <laughs> yeah. in the air. It was as if Ronaldo Pete and I missed something. Yeah, and then I come to you and you go, "Well, joke was charitable." An- uh, Anthony Taylor told Paolo Bento to get back in his box. Oh, a bento Come box. Come on. I've never seen a bento box in Korea. No, exactly. That's all I'm saying. Okay, yeah? Neither fine. have I. It's still a thing. Old, old Yogi still over there. <laughs> I can't listen. I can't be waiting for pa- for Paolo Bento to possibly manage Japan <laughs> and be sent off by Anthony Taylor to do that okay, again. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. So I'm glad we cleared that up. <laughs> uh, it was it was a lovely win for Ghana. They are they are a very enjoyable side, and they will, of course, 
be playing Uruguay in the final group game mm. to see who can um, join Portugal in the next round. Uh, although South Korea is still in it. Of course, Portugal beat Uruguay 2-0. Two goals, definitely two goals from Bruno Fernandes. Definitely. He thought he I didn't he he thought that Ronaldo got the first one. That would have been a stinker because he had a chance for a hat trick. Mm. He had a couple of efforts late on, and you think, mate, you could have had three, Mm. you could have had it. Would he? He would have known by then, wouldn't he? That they were, they were. It was given it to him. No, I don't think he would have done right because it was in the second half. So it's not like he'd come in at half time and go right. Okay, that's true. Yeah. So uh, yeah, he hit the post and he had one save from the goalkeeper, and he seemed very, very upset Mm. uh, that he that that he missed. But the the, the talking point in this game, other than the uh, the the Ronaldo or uh, Bruno Fernandes goal, was um, the penalty given. Uh, against poor old Jose Jimenez, who was adjusted to have uh, handled the ball uh, when his outstretched arm was behind his body. Now, this is IFAB, who create the rules of the game. There was an example, and you can see the screenshots mm. from their sort of uh, uh, um, presentation on what's a penalty and what isn't. Pretty much, you know, down to the angle, that was an example of when describing it wasn't a handball. Yeah. That shouldn't have been given as a penalty. Mm. And it was. And it was an absolute disgrace. Yeah. So something that's caused some confusion here is that a couple of years ago, there was something specific in the laws about how oh. if you're sliding and your arm is under you to to cushion the fall, that's not a handball. Yeah. That was then taken out again. Right. So that's not in the laws now. But you're exactly right. One of the pictures they've used uh-huh. to illustrate what is a natural exact body movement situation. and what isn't. Yeah. They very specifically say the arm <laughs> under the thing yeah. is not handball. Oh, so, so you're saying, but the rules have been changed to say that is a handball now. No, no, the rules have been changed so that it doesn't specifically say. Okay. But right. it has been said to referees in guidance that this mm. is the type of thing that you shouldn't give up for. I mean, mm. I can't... Get blow up for you, but I mean that—that that was to seal the so game. So it's a hundred percent wrong, hmm. uh, and that was to seal the game. By the way, in the injury yeah. time, Uruguay were coming forward. I, you know, they'd had a couple of chances. The only thing That's I think—can I just throw this in here to be devil's advocate? Now, I believe it's a wrong decision. I've consulted with a former elite level referee who says it's a wrong decision. From the referee's point of view, and declared, you look at the referee, he didn't want to give it. Like mm. when he was coming back from the monitor, he was like, "I don't, I don't think so." Uh, but I guess is there a case to be made? What Bruno Fernandes has done that, he's put the ball past the defender, he's about to go collect it on the other side and, and will have a huge chance to score if he does yeah. and it gets stopped by the defender's hand. Should that be penalised in some way would be my sort of completely devil's advocate question. Indirect free kick. No, I, I don't, don't know. No, but, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think it should. No, okay. Yeah, that's my answer. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> there we are. Tell your elite level friend. <laughs> no, but he also... No, he, he's not an elite level friend. <laughs> should, he sure, might yeah. be an enemy, but he's got access to him. Yeah. Is he an acquaintance or a friend? Uh, I would say friend at this point. Yeah. What would yeah. Okay, well, we, we need to ask him. But, but no, this is me talking. He said, yeah, the, the call is completely wrong. Yeah. I'm just raising the question. Was it in, Peter in, Walton? In the game called football, <laughs> should you be allowed to block really promising moves oh. with your hand, accidentally or not? I guess. Yeah, but if it's accidental, then you've... I mean, literally, you yeah. haven't meant to do it. And, and that's the winning argument, I think, which I come, the side of it I come down on, okay. which is you. Ha- it has to be a lot illegal for defenders to have arms. Like, I mean, <laughs> you can't, well. like, it can't be like a thing that all defenders have to have no arms now. That doesn't make, mm. you know, they have to be somewhere. So, and it also comes back down to this whole about, without going into like Ubisoft territory again, but like, you know, I think penalties are OP. The, the devs need to patch this out of the game somehow. There's, there's, a, there's a problem with it. You want to and see they, an indirect or even direct free kicks in the box? Just something 
other than 80% of a chance mm. of a goal to the other team. Yeah. Like, if there was some other punishment you mm-hmm. can give mm-hmm. for a foul in the box, maybe if that's not a clear goal-scoring opportunity or something, call it an indirect free kick yeah. or whatever, I think that would help. So no, I, I, I think, I think and, you're right. And, and also, I think, but, but the whole idea of VAR was not to re-referee stuff. And in this situation, it was mm. a re-referee. Yeah, yeah no, that was a stinker of it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, elsewhere in this game, uh, there was the... We've mentioned it, of course, the first Portugal goal. Hair of God was trending on Twitter. Mm. <laughs> Piers Morgan thought Ronaldo should have been awarded it. Peter, you agree with Piers on a lot of things. Did you agree with him on that? <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think Piers Morgan has to be... Like, he loves Ronaldo because... He, like, Blasted nobody, into outer space. Nobody would know what talk TV was. No, if it wasn't for Cristiano Ronaldo, Rebecca Brooks yeah. should be saying that that is a uh, is I a mean, goal for Ronaldo. What, what a what a day he had interviewing Keys and Gray, mm. and then sticking up for his little friend Ronaldo. <laughs> oh, it's peak Morgan, wasn't it? It really <laughs> bloody was. Oh dear, I love those billboards in London. You know, love him or hate him, you can't ignore him. May I say that that is look the at, anecdote? Look at the viewing figures. Ignore look it. I've just pushed the mute button on Twitter, really... and it really does improve your life. You yeah. must yeah. ignore. Entirely That's, possible. To that ignore. is that is the. Yeah, we have failed to do so. Uh, well, <laughs> I, we haven't. Oh no, I see, I see what you mean. Oh, damn it all! Right, I was, okay. I was doing a job with Peter Shelton and David Seaman as well on different days, and they'd both very recently been on. Or were going to mm. do Piers Morgan's uh, show. Right, uh, and I thought for one, I thought, yeah, that sounds about right. Yep. And the other one, I thought, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, but it's the Arsenal connection as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, because well, yeah, yeah. you said David Seaman was a lovely, lovely man, the best, the best. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know that much about what he's said, but I don't think he said much. Mm-hmm. I would say he's, uh, he was, a, he was a real sweetie, and I cannot, um, I want to hang out with David Seaman more. Yeah. He's just very chill. He just, he doesn't do anything. He does a little podcast, and he goes he to a fisherman fish. now. He just fishes. <laughs> Let's just say someone you want to go fishing with. Seems yeah. Like. yeah. He just, he just, he has no interest. What kind in of fishing? I don't know. So, well, like, but is it like the carp stuff, or does he go to the ocean, or is it? Well, I don't know. He's, he's a like, trawler. He's sort of like West West London, <laughs> like kind of actual, Reading way. So yeah. I don't know. Where, like an actual trawler, ready. like with a big net. <laughs> yeah. No, he just uses his big arms. Yeah, 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 he's yeah. dead. His catch. He's in the yeah. Bering Strait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's in the Bering with all these brawny but he's got really boys. Good hands. So I mean, yeah. for that, that might, he might be yeah. good for that sort of thing. Good balance. Um, yeah, that would be interesting. David Seaman on the deadliest catch. If you threw fish at him, do you think you'd be able to catch him? Safe hands. I guess so. Yeah. Well, he's a seaman. So yeah, there we are. Wouldn't he? He's been called worse yeah. um, I'm glad we cleared that up yeah. uh, oh Luis Suarez came on Mr Decent Chance uh, yes his uh, Uruguay side now face Ghana on Friday we were very let down last Friday by England but when I saw you know I, I thought to myself this World Cup owes me a Friday yeah mm-hmm. and then I saw Uruguay versus Ghana on that Friday I thought come on all to play for we could give Ghana win their throw so yeah, exactly yeah and they, and they get to mug off Uruguay which is uh, something that they would love to do I'm mm-hmm. sure although maybe that's just us projecting that on them I mean uh, I do feel like it would be peak Uruguay after two very underwhelming yes. games to get a scrappy win oh, and yes. somehow get through <laughs> a dubious penalty yeah, scored yeah, yeah, by yeah, yeah, uh, the yeah. man himself <laughs> of course which would be uh, yes as you say very very typical um, the Uruguay manager Diego Alonso he played down talk of uh, all that stuff in 2010 at the World Cup of course by saying this is a different situation you think okay fair enough we will bring all the weapons we have well you know uh... Yeah. yeah, Luis Suarez presumably is his flick knife. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> I hate their training top kits. The dreadful kits, dreadful Uruguay. kits, awful. Like, I'm what glad are you, you doing? Said that. What yeah. are you doing? Well, Dean well, this... turns up with the blunderbuss. It's <laughs> <laughs> from when I was young. No, yeah. Diego Lugano turns up with the blunderbuss and hands it to Diego. Maybe... Why is Rodrigo Bentancur setting up an artillery? <laughs> <laughs> Bit trebuchet. <laughs> oh dearie me! Right, everybody. Uh, oh, before we go, uh, Andy and Jules. 
were in the stadium for that match. They were. Portugal versus Uruguay. Then and they're, they're going to bring uh, Bing. They're going to bring us a very special at the match very very soon. That'll be on uh, on the old uh, ramble mm. feed. Looking Good forward stuff. to that. Uh, Ecuador versus Senegal. Netherlands versus Qatar, of course. Uh, and then later, Iran versus uh, the US and Wales versus England. England need to avoid a four-goal defeat here to qualify. Uh, so if Wales can't manage that, they will need to win either way. Wales need to win the game, of course, to have any hope of qualifying. Uh, and if they were not to manage uh, a four-goal uh, victory, then uh, they would need to hope that Iran and the US draw, of course. Um, my money, yes. Uh, well, I think I had a draw at half time and then England to win at full time. And now I think this game's going to be like a 2 0 Wales win. We're going to shame <laughs> ourselves and squirm through. Um, but Gareth Southgate um, apparently is mulling on uh, Jordan Henderson and he might uh, be replacing Jude Bellingham for the game, which won't excite people. No, I can't see that. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really. I'm... A player who, when he got his four year contract last year, yeah. his knees just went, put some little wank pant joggers on and uh, and just sort of like opened a beer uh, and just sat in the vest going yeah we're, we're done we're done we're absolutely done I think for those who no pace never really been the biggest greatest defender in the world and, uh-huh. and you know his, his forward play is just scoopla are you just saying this because he's a Sunderland man uh, yes and, yeah, and, so. and the fact that Gareth Southgate seems to only trust people with MBEs <laughs> well I uh, yeah I think I really hope that we don't look back on that Jude Bellingham performance against Iran and go, oh, do you remember that? That was nice. Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> that was nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. We nice, want yeah. to see more of him, but we, yeah. we, let, let's see what uh, old Gareth comes up with. Uh, some suggesting that uh, Kane should be rested, Wayne Rooney being one of them. Um, but uh, but Kane has said, no, it's fine. This is not a, this is not a big thing. You're making a thing of it. He's not in charge of that, though, is he? I yeah. mean, he's not. I, this maybe is one, one of those things where maybe, maybe someone who... Maybe you should have some kind of, I don't know, coach or something who decides who plays or not. <laughs> I mean, maybe Rooney, that could be a thing. Rooney currently looks like the hardest man of all time, though. So I think you... you know, yeah. I think he's more talking about Gary Southgate. Oh, right. Okay. Not, do, not doing his job. Oh, right. I see. Your ankles, they need Jesus and you need to sort of rest for it for a couple of days. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Carl Walker uh, is thought to be uh, going to be back in the starting 11, which does make sense, actually, mm. even if they go for a back four. And the reason why that makes sense, Lars, is because England, presuming that they will go through, I and mean, they really would have to be do a big old balls up if they don't go through, will play... Um, teams that are higher in the rankings, all that yep. kind of stuff. And therefore, the back three will be deployed and Carl Walker is massively needed in that back three. So therefore, you need to give him some minutes. And yeah, I think the absolutely. safest way to give him minutes would be uh, to put him in a back four and go in for Trippier, who was brilliant against Iran. Everyone had a nightmare against the US, of course. So it kind of makes sense, that one. Yeah, I, I was actually a little bit surprised the back three didn't return versus the US. I, I kind of assumed Southgate would look at the group and... Mm plan ahead in different ways for the three different games but I wonder do you think like the mood of the nation do you think he registers it do you think he cares like people are going too negative I don't think, yeah, I don't think he want him care. to get all the attackers on well I respect the fact that he doesn't care actually because no matter what my thoughts were in the previous game I do respect that because other England managers have been too influenced by the media mm. and, I, and I know I've, I've, I've Talking of uh, you know uh, friends of friends and all that kind of stuff, uh, one England manager in particular, who a friend of mine knows, said, "Yeah, you you under immense pressure to play certain people." And he said, "Yes, it did compromise me, and I regret it sincerely." Because I think it's this, not Sven, sadly. This is just a theory. <laughs> I I really think if you'd have asked Southgate in September what formation he's planning on playing mm. for the USA game, I think he would have gone back three with that one. I, I really do. 
Uh, but sure, but, but then sure. but then after you spank you around and everyone has a great time mm. and like it's it's kind of hard to revert back to it. Uh, he plays a back Kyle, four more than you think. Also, you, Kyle you, Walker's fitness might be. Yeah, a but if you look at the well. Euros, he played a back four more than people actually sometimes. Yeah, for sure. Remember, even for in sure. the final, he switched to a back four at one point. But anyway, that's that's all gone. Um, are England just a Phil Foden away from winning the World Cup? <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, it, there's always some I know. c word on the bench, isn't there? There's always someone who has to uh, uh, who, who everyone has to sort of get excited about. It's like well, we've seen him in England shirt. We've seen him a lot in an England shirt. We've seen him a lot in England shirt. As he, I don't remember massive amounts of moments where he's, no. where he's really uh, got any better than, yeah. than he plays for his club side. So it's like, well, there's always somebody, isn't there? There's always yeah. somebody. And 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 before the, 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 the tournament, it was, we talked about James Madison. It's just like, there's always mm. someone mm-hmm. that we beat the manager with, isn't yeah. it? you got to bring him on. you got to bring him on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bring them all on. Play 13 men. <laughs> Coward. Yeah, no, it does. It does get a bit like that. Well, hopefully England, uh, for for our sakes, Peter, can uh, can put in a bit of performance to get a bit more momentum going in, uh, as we assume they are going into that second round. That should actually be a rule, though, for for TV pundits. What's that? Whenever they say that person has to play, they immediately also have to say who you're dropping. That made my brain explode when we were talking about, oh, he's got to be on the plane. Or he's got yeah. to go, okay, yeah, who yeah. are you leaving out? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're you're yeah. absolutely spot on. That, that, that should be a thing here. You're absolutely spot on. Uh, in the other game... I'm which... going to steal that opinion and <laughs> steal it and use it everywhere well, else. Indeed. Uh, in the other game, because well, England-Wales is, is, is a derby. Uh, in the other game, it's, it feels a little bit like one. Uh, USA face Iran, of course. Um, the, the US have to win to progress. Iran, sitting with three points, uh, mm. will fancy their chances as well. The build-up to this match has been very, very strange. We're not going to get into the weeds of it, quite frank. Um, oh, weeds. I think we should. <laughs> Both managers have been trying to focus on the football. Presumably, Kiros has come yeah. round to that now, uh, rather than the politics. But I will say that US captain Tyler Adams was particularly eloquent no, yeah. in dealing with such questions. Well. Yeah. Do check that out on social media because he was very, very good. I also... nuclear deal. Get him a negotiate that. I also it was when the, the US manager, what's his name, uh, Greg Berhalter, was asked yeah. about the uh, the US um, warships, warships. <laughs> and also about inflation. I think that's Greg Berhalter being asked about inflation is a huge moment. That was good. You like counterattack, and well, what do you think of that? Yeah. What does Bruce Arena think about the wealth gap? Is Jason Christ worried about the gig economy and its impact on young people's work prospects? It's getting a bit. I mean, you know, the political and social discourse is all about what aboutery, but this has been a particularly strange World Cup for this sort of thing. Yeah, is Bruce Arena worried about the whole crypto thing? If it's not going <laughs> crypto I mean, crash. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think yeah. we've got to be careful because sometimes you know we want players to kind of uh, delve into a little bit of politics if you like or human rights we oh might for sure no, so our team got tested they fucked we, we it, so want that, but there's, okay there's, there's footballers speaking their minds about yeah. important issues yes. good yes mm. Deranged journalist asking mm. Greg Berhalter about inflation. Less and good. Warships. 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 Yeah, warships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I have a dig at the deranged journalist. I'm, I am very much a Norwegian media person, and we ask just anyone, uh, anything. I mean, any time a Norwegian person is at a press conference, he will ask whoever's having the press conference about Erling Holland, and <laughs> right, it really yeah, yeah. doesn't matter but, if it's a footballer. Even yeah. I'm sure they do this with politicians as well. What do you think about Erling Holland? Yeah, because you get because it's it, it's it's local. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yes. Because I remember the last time I was. 
in Norway in Oslo. I was in uh, I was at a Bruce Springsteen concert, and he he I was it was an interview. Uh, it was about interview situation. He uh, after the um, was, after the after the practice before yeah. it was a it practice, was an interview situation. Sound, <laughs> sound test, Mike Tesla, you call yeah. um, he, he sort of knelt down, and and every all the journalists sort of put their microphones up and asked a question each, right? And I was like, oh, it doesn't matter. I've only got one question, yeah. but I'll just steal everyone else's audio, yeah. and then I'll redub them like you I've asked them. Thief. But every last Italian journalist went. Uh, your dad was Italian, wasn't he? I was like, oh, why would I be asking that as a Brit? Your dad was Italian, Bruce, wasn't he? Did you just, did you just go, um, what, what, do you think uh, of Al, what do you think of Erling Haaland? I'm sure a Norwegian person has asked that uh, yeah. Bruce Springsteen at some point. Yeah. Uh, just quickly, gentlemen, uh, staying, if you will, with uh, the United States of America, there's, there's some great news uh, concerning uh, the US. It's been reported that Inter Miami are close to signing uh, Lionel Messi. Well, the Messi's agent has says it's, uh, it's fake news. It's fake news, fake news. Right. So uh, we shall see. I mean, he does own a home there. Is this, this is why David Beckham took the Qatari coin. Must it, be because it was just, just like to just to, to afford this, yeah. these ridiculous amounts. Oh, he, he's got access to all areas, and he was like, <laughs> "Here we go, oi." Don't worry, Phil. Don't worry, Fizz and me old son. I'll get you some big signings <laughs> with this little lanyard. You won't, be, you won't believe. Um, uh, Sergio Busquets has been heavily linked as well. They're iron up Cesc Fabregas, Luis Suarez as well. I mean, my goodness. I mean, this is what I, we want. I know this isn't the point. Yeah. But like, MLS is not a joke league anymore. Like no. the level isn't who horrific. Sa- who says it is? So the idea of collecting—I mean, Busquets, Messi, fine—but huh? like maybe also Sesc and Luis Suarez to play like in the humidity of Florida <laughs> throughout the regular season in the summer. There, like, good luck, guys. I mean, this yeah. is this is the man to gel them all together. <laughs> yeah. He Track your man, gel. Messi. We don't ask what we will Track use. Track back. This I like. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we are, everybody. We've reached the end of the pod because Fizz's name has been mentioned. Uh, tomorrow, myself, Jim and David will be back to look back on the final round of Group A and Group B action. Of course, that game, England versus Wales. Ooh, let's hope that uh, it's not as shite as it was on Friday night. There we are. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble, part of the ACAS Creator Network. It's been an absolute pleasure having you with us. Thank you, Pete Donaldson. Ta-ta. Thank you, Lars. Thank you, Marcus. See you soon, everybody. Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.